Coming up, coming up on this week's show, we talk about Matt Smith possibly returning to Doctor Who. David Tennant possibly returning to Doctor Who. Jodie Whittaker has filmed her regeneration scenes and everything we know so far about Doctor Who flux. I'm the Doctor. I'm a time lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Casterberus. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time. You might be a Doctor, but I am... I'm a doctor. That's probably not the one you expect. Absolutely fantastic. All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will. Where do you want to start? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Bigger on the Inside, the new Who Doctor Who Watch Along podcast. I'm glad we're getting that excitement train going. I mean, this is, I'm being classy, Tim. Why? Because this is a classy podcast. It's not a classy podcast. This is a classy we podcast for. Boos, poo, and willies. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't know how. That's just so juvenile. I don't know how to respond. Well, here it's it's big week, big news week, all the news, all week. Don't stop, never stop rocking. Wow, it's been a while since you've said that. It has been a while. So yeah, we that, bring that back. Yeah, <laughs> don't stop, stop never rocking. stop. <laughs> don't stop, never stop rocking. I mean, that's like a real like series two <laughs> throwback. It wasn't. It just appeared in my head. We've got a lot of news this week, Harry. Yeah. I saw No Time to Die just now. It was good. Yeah. Turns out he had more time to die than he thought. It's a long movie. A lot of time to die. Two and a half hours? Yeah, plus the 12-month delay. Mm. Mm. That was a lot of time to it die. Was. He yeah. should have got his act together. Carry, carry on. Yeah, so first of all is Doctor Who World of Wonders. Hooray! It's going to Birmingham. No, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Here we go. It's going, it's going to the World Museum in Liverpool. That's, That's not near us. No, it isn't. We're, no, it's not near us at all. No. But uh, it, it, do they have a date? Yes, they do. It's uh, 2022. I want to say May, but that might be wrong. So it's quite a while away. 20, what year are we in now? 2021. Oh, that's what I was it's still quite a while away. Uh, let's see, was I right? Yes, the 27th of May to the 30th of October, 2022. And that's just in one location? Just in one location, the World Museum in Liverpool. Uh, I was kind of hoping it was going to tour the UK. I, thought that's... I, think, I mean, I think it is. I think it's just going to be, uh, you know, the exhibition's going to be at each place for quite a while. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What would a famous Liverpoolian have to say about the Doctor Who Worlds of Wonder Museum opening. It's very exciting that the Doctor Who Worlds of Wonder exhibition is coming to my city of Liverpool. How can I get there? You can just get on a train and go down the track, puffing and puffing as fast as your little wheels can take you. <laughs> there you go, love that it. Was a, that my, I feel like my Ringo Star is degrading each time I do it. So my dad's saying I told him about it. That was like a vague gesture towards Ringo Star. There's a Ringo in there somewhere. You've got it when you said Liverpool. Say Liverpool. Liverpool. There you go. Oh, no, you've lost it. No, I've lost it. I've lost my Ringo. I've found another impression. My Ringo mojo is gone. <laughs> Thank you to all the comments we got last week, though. There's a lot of fun comments for all our videos saying you guys are enjoying the podcast and you like listening, so that's cool. Actually, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, I'm being serious. Oh, people are enjoying the podcast. Yeah, there's a few nasty ones as well, but, you know. <laughs> you thought. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got some, uh, we've got more Colin Baker 
Convict is talking a lot. He is. Can't shut the fuck around. I mean, I mean, the reason the reason being is that he's got that new big finish coming out. The one, you know, one that, oh, is, like, that is that why? Yeah, is that why? Yeah, it's that one that Russell wrote and it's been turned into a big finish. That's oh, what I'm talking about. Okay. And as a result, people are asking about the Russell era. What have they asked him? Well, they've asked him about his thoughts on Oli Alexander as the next Doctor. What did he say? He thinks it's too obvious. I agree with him. Do you? Yeah, I do. That's why I kept it in. Ah. Because I was like, we're very news heavy this week. I was thinking, oh, maybe something could get cut out. And I was like, why is this still in there? It's because I agree with him. Why? I think just... it is too obvious. I don't think Russell would do such a thing. Although, um... Colin also said that he admitted that he's not actually seen any of Ollie's work. <laughs> <laughs> and that also, he then also admitted that Russell did the same thing with David Tennant. Is your t-shirt inside out? No. Oh, sorry, Karen. And then he also admitted that Russell did the same thing casting David Tennant, how he worked with him before on Casanova. So he was like... And, Ru- and Colin never watched anything David ever did? I, since or before? I'm pretty certain Colin Baker watched David Tennant in Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Oh, hello there. You caught me in my local public library. I was just catching up on some of the mail and feedback we've been getting from some of our listeners. Let me read this one to you. Clickbait thumbnail. Fuck this channel. That's from Andrew Lawless. We always love getting your mail, so keep sending it across in the comments, Twitter, and on Instagram, or even on our email. I'm pretty certain. No, I agree with that. I do think it is a bit too obvious. I think it will be someone who's worked with before, but I don't think it'll be Ollie. Yeah? Do you think it could be... Um... Your mama? I do. Hey, <laughs> Is her name Tamiya Miller? What? Tamiya Miller. Who's that? It's one of the names that people are starting to throw around. Oh, I haven't heard this. What have you not? What's she meaning? Uh, she was in years and years. I'll just check I'm getting the name right. I still think it should be Lydia West. Who I got very confused with this week because I was trying to find a picture of her for a thumbnail and kept typing in Iris West, which is Barry Allen's girlfriend from the flash. Right. Yeah, no, sorry, Tania Miller. Um she because oh yeah, and the whole thing is because oh, yeah, the yeah. novelization of Rose, where it's a uh, a bald black woman with a flaming sword. Now, yeah. I don't think Tania has a flaming sword. But... I, I would say that she would not do it after that article I sent you during the week about how she spoke about her time on Doctor Who when she was only in one episode. Could you elaborate on that? Because I can't quite Basically, remember. she complained that she only got half an hour lunch and there was a lot of times stood around waiting for filming while she was in a big costume. Which, to be fair, that's your job. Is, is a half-hour lunch break short? That's what I used to get when I used to go to work. I have a 25-minute lunch break. Well, there you go. That's count the blessings. She's on Doctor Who, man. Mm. I always get annoyed when I hear about actors complaining about stuff like that when that, that's that's their job. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How long... Is, is that 25-minute lunch break? Is that what you get at your current acting job? Yeah, my current job, yeah. yeah. Well, it's 30 minutes, kind of like five minutes. It's kind of, you know... It, they say, Getting there and back. yeah, basically, because you kind of have to go to your station where you're working. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, I've got a... Well, I mean, I've, it's, it gives more than enough time for me to eat my lunch. I mean, you look at what's happening in America at the moment with, with, those, with the runner strikes. I know people who are runners who don't get lunch breaks at all. Hmm. So I think, I think it's just a bit shitty, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Boo-hoo. That's what I'd call Dr. Who she was cast. You'd call it boo-hoo. boo-hoo. <laughs> I don't has that joke been made before? I don't know. I've done I, I I like heard it. It feels like a very obvious <laughs> pun. It feels like a very obvious pun. I I've heard not it, heard it before. No. I mean, like you can especially say, well, you know, some of the doctors that I should do any of the doctors cry. That aren't really. There's not really a doctor. David Tennant cries. Yeah, David Tennant more. Like, Smith cries when he goes to Amy's at Christmas. He goes a tear like that. 
I don't remember that bit. Yeah, he just wipes a little tear away from Oh, it. yes! <laughs> in the, uh, the, the Doctor, Witch and Wardrobe yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he cries because they let him have Christmas dinner. Yeah, they let him have some turkey. <laughs> it's been so long since I've had a lovely turkey joint. <laughs> Oh, Do you think he, I bet I want to I want to imagine that like he was just sobbing at the dinner table and just eating that and just like, <laughs> like scoffing his I just like Amy and Rory just sitting really awkward. You know that Simpsons episode where he home eats Pinchy the lobster and he's crying, he's also going past the salt. And he's like, Pinchy would have loved this. I mean on like a classic Simpsons binge of funny Simpsons moments recently, because I found a TikTok account like it's just posting Simpsons clips. I can't stop watching them. It's one of those shows where it is, its jokes are really funny both in and out of context. Yeah. yeah. Tropopoly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for Colin Baker, I hope. Uh, Colin Baker, David Bradley, and Sylvester McCoy were sighted at a hotel together. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I. <laughs> Uh, Are you okay, that's a sophisticated podcast. We're classy. We're, We're classy. very classy. Um, at, I mean, the, at the time, I thought that was because maybe they're going to be in Doctor Who because it was in Cardiff, the hotel. Oh. Um, thoughts? Because it was um, also around the time Jodie was finishing filming, which we'll get to later. I mean, I, I honestly couldn't say. Um, maybe they're all just... I mean, no, they're not all just buddies. They're clearly there for, <laughs> for something Doctor Who related. Uh, at the same time that was posted, a couple of days later, um, someone who works on like, the Doctor Who DVDs said that they were interviewing some classic Ah, uh, okay. So, oh, of course, because, you know, like the, the, the uh, Blu-ray box sets of Classic yeah, Who, yeah, yeah. they always add a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So that's probably it. I think that's what it could be, which yeah. is a shame, because it would have been fun. So. Mm. Although if David Bradley, do you think that means we're going to get some kind of new release of... Um... Sometimes they just get, like, reactions to stuff, I think. So, oh, okay. Like, what, what, your, what, what are your thoughts on this? But David Bradley wasn't in Classic Who. No, no, but sometimes they have actors from Doctor Who reacting to episodes they sometimes weren't even in. Oh, okay. Just why, like... Why do they do that? Like those Channel like, 5? Just like Best Bits. Sort like of. those like Channel 5 shows where bit, they oh, get all shit. the talking heads. Yeah, but that was bad. Yeah. Like Pat Sharp's there going, I remember this advert. It was really good. It's like, this is the first time he's seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think they also would be very fun Doctors to see return. Yeah. I agree. Especially Sylvester. Mm, so this is a lot of fun. Yeah. You, yeah. you he, mentioned he was on telly quite recently. Yes, he was um, on the same night that Jodie was on Graham Norton. He was on uh, Stand Up to Cancer. He was in a little sketch. Was he good? He was. He was actually very funny in it. Who came across better, Jodie Whittaker or Sylvester McCoy? <laughs> I didn't watch the Graham Norton show. <laughs> did you not watch it? I did not. I I found, I, you know, I've read the key quotes from the Graham Norton show plenty of times, but I've not actually watched it. Cool beans. I've heard that Jodie had a lovely time with Coldplay. Yeah, she did. It was quite sweet. Mm. At work this weekend, we had a uh, Madness tribute band. Okay. And uh, they ran over one of the bar staff's motorbike and just drove off. Okay. <laughs> and the DJ turned around and he said, I don't know about madness, they should be called badness. <laughs> that's a that's a class DJ, if you ask me. He's about 60. <laughs> I think that's great. Oh, it was hilarious. I had to leave because I almost wet myself. <laughs> that DJ should not change a thing they're doing. <laughs> he He's great. Yeah. I just thought it was very strange that a madness tribute, because he'd have to go home and explain to his mum and dad. Why his motorbike was bending off. 
and uh, the say the fact that it was run over by Madness tribute band. Also, how many members of Madness are there? Uh, there's five. there's the singer. There's like the there's the um, saxophone, saxophone guy. Uh, there must be the drummer. Yeah. Um, well, were, well, we only had two. <laughs> <laughs> was it was just the singer and the saxophone? Yeah. <laughs> Singer and a saxophone. I mean, at least it's a saxophone. Two... I think it's the two like key ones. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like the drummer and the, <laughs> the, and bassist. the bassist. <laughs> We're madness. Oh, yeah, great, crazy. Bizarre. Imagine making like a Queen tribute band where it's John Deacon and Roger Taylor. <laughs> Just to carry, dumb, carry dumb, on. Dumb, dumb. A machine of a dream. <laughs> they can only ever play like two songs. They can play the they can play the instrumental to another one by Sadust, and <laughs> they can do um, "I'm in Love with My Car" with none of the. Oh yeah. <laughs> they can do, <laughs> the extra stuff. Oh, they can also do uh, "Those Are the Days of Our Lives" with just bass guitar. And only the version from Queen plus Adam Lambert because Roger Taylor sings that version. <laughs> but John Deacon's not in there. Oh, boogers. <laughs> it was just me a cappella. Sometimes I get the feeling. Uh, I, I, do, I did time code last week as well because I know the week before people said they hated our banter. Uh, oh, yes, I did see. Are you doing yeah. that again this I'll week? I'll do it again this week, yeah. yeah. But then people also said they love the banter. I, I love the banter. I think the banter is great. Yeah, I'm very. I'm, I was very pleased to see that one of the sections was how it was. But it was something plus Bar- Brian and Brian. Oh, Bar- Brian May was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was very glad that that got in. I think we've got a young Elton tribute out next week, so I'll keep you updated on what kind of shenanigans mm. he gets up to. We had a Robbie Williams and Gary Barlow one the week before. Just Robbie and Gary. Yeah, well, they were, I think I think they originally booked Gary. And then the agency were like, do you want Robbie as well for a bit more? So we, they, they said, yeah. So that the guy who was Robbie used to be on Hollyoaks. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like at that point, though, you'd rather just have to go the whole hog and have, like, take that. The well, whole take that. Yeah, I know, but I think then you get a take that tribute. Yeah. I don't think there's someone out there going, I wish I got more work as a Jason Orange tribute. <laughs> I, I, want, I, want, I want to hire individual Jason Orange. I want to hire five I want to hire Jason, Jason Oranges. <laughs> Just have them all stand there, just clicking away or whatever. Jason Did Jason Orange sing Shine? No, it was Mark. Oh, God, that is, that's my favourite one. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I think uh, there's another tribute as well. But I can't remember who it is. I'll keep you posted. Thank you. Um, so, Doctor Who. Hmm. Uh, Matt Smith was asked uh, some sort of press event for um, late, late night. night. Is it late night or last night? Last night in Soho, isn't it? It's one of them. Yeah. The New Edgar Wright film. A couple of hours ago in the sleepy old Soho, Matt Smith strolled the streets because he was a murderer and he's still alive. Have you seen the film? I've seen the trailer. Uh, That's what I can depict. I've not watched the trailer. Ah, go yeah. on. What's he say? But he, he was, I thought if he'd returned to Doctor Who and he kind of just I'm like, guessing he said yes because in the past he said he would love to. Uh, no. <gasps> he kind of like laughed and was like, ah, no. Fuck off. So he, he kind of said like, a more you know PG version of that, but then kind of said, "Well, you never know." Uh, but really. kind of the impression he gave was like, "That's not on my agenda." Yeah. Right well, now. I saw that, and then of course it was just full of replies going, "Oh, he's being coy because he's been he's signed on for the 60th. It's not that. Like, I feel like that's look, too. Look far. at look at clips of like Andrew Garfield awkwardly saying it's a Photoshop. Yeah. So Matt Smith here, no, he's just like. That's just not on the radar for him right yeah. now. He looks a lot different than what he did when he was Doctor Who as well. Well, it's been like 
eight years. I know he's gone through his puberty and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. I don't look at Matt Smith anymore and go, oh, it's Doctor Who. I still look at David and I go, really? oh, it's Doctor Who. But I feel like Matt looks so different now. But David's, like, definitely aged. Yeah, but I think maybe because we've seen him more recently in Day of the Doctor. That was that was just as long ago as when Matt Smith was on yeah, the show. Yeah, but he hasn't aged... I feel like he has. I feel like Matt Smith has aged less than David Tennant has aged. No, you're wrong. I'm wrong about this very subjective thing. No, you are wrong. Am I? <laughs> Facts, yeah. I, I don't think I am. I'll, I'll do a poll. We'll put a poll up. If you watch this. Who's, on... I feel like that's a bit of a. I, <laughs> has I, Matt Smith aged Who's well? aged? Which actor has aged more? In like, the last 10 years. I feel like that's not a very <laughs> nice thing to. I don't think that's a very nice thing to do a poll about him. <laughs> Well, we'll see what the people say. If if you see that on our Twitter feed, Tim runs the Twitter feed, not me. <laughs> it's true, I do. Um, uh, David Tennant has also talked about returning to Doctor Who. I'm guessing he said no. He, well, he's also he's Doctor also Who. basically said I'm not writing anything off. But he seems more he seems more promising about it than Matt Smith. Yeah, well, he was more open to it than yeah. Matt Smith. Yeah, um, which is weird because I feel like at this point in time. People would quite like to see Matt Smith return more so than David. Smith. I'd say so, just yeah. because David, you know, is doing. So, he's got that video game coming out. That's come out. And that came out. Put it straight in the rubbish. I why? What's up? Did I show? You, did I not show you? The I still? did see a clip, but I don't know like, of like some questionable. And I oh, was that the one of Jodie and the Tardis where yeah. she's talking to Finn Was I, I want to? Was that the Switch version or? I don't know. I mean, maybe that was the Switch version that's poorly optimised. Uh, I'm just having a scroll here on our Twitter, um, at Big on the Pod, if you, want to, if you want to give us a follow. Here you go, here's David Tennant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm really sorry, that looks like a... Look at his teeth. That looks like a... <laughs> you remember Sims 2? Uh, yeah, a little. It kind of looks like a Sims 2 character. <laughs> Some of the replies are fantastic, but yeah. It's terrible. I mean, what budget has this game got? Not very good one. Mm. I don't know what the average budget for a video game is. Well, from a big BBC, it seems. I guess the BBC isn't willing to pump well, up. You see what the BBC do. give when they do the animated stuff. That looks terrible as well. It's so. getting better. The, the, the terror was... of the macro was... But have you seen the... Awful. Have you seen the uh, scene from the new... Uh, chart on one that's no, coming out? what's this? I can't remember what it's called. It's got Daleks in it. Has it got... I think, is it... Evil of the, the Daleks. Dalek. I, think, I think Evil of the Daleks. Oh, okay. The animation is actually really good now. Oh, like the characters, like are remoting, and there's interesting angles. Oh, they've gone. Okay, so they've stepped away from the weird. It's not. PS3. They've, they're not doing the kind of mocap thing anymore. Oh, okay. They've gone back to 2D animation, but it's good 2D animation now. Good. Yeah. I saw KSI was on TV. Um, on when was he on? Last night. Oh yeah. What was he on? Some BBC out out music live thing. Oh. Was that the highlights? He was there. Singing for the rest of my life, looking for something. Is that, a, is that one of his songs? I'm on holiday. Yeah. I, I've not heard any of KSI's songs. No, not right. Is it any, you were at a concert. I was there for the first three songs. That I was there, so you've heard three KSI songs Look, at here's, least. Here's my band from it. My wristband. My purple wristband that granted me access to behind the scenes stages. 
You can sell that on eBay. Uh, go and buy yourself some magic beans. Our listeners are going to love the look at that. Headline. I'm sure the listeners love it as well when you do visual gags. Yeah. <laughs> so... Here's the actual news. This is a story all about how my tad has got turned upside down. And if you like to commit it, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I got in the TARDIS. So, I'm trying to chair spinning around. So, the actual news? Yeah, This is the news news. Full series 13, which we now know as Doctor Who Flux. Mother Fluxer! Yeah, but we've had a lot on Flux. A whole lot on Flux. Go on, then. Uh, well, uh, we have the trailer. We've not actually talked about the trailer for Flux. Because it's there, and everybody's watched it, and there's, there's a dog man, and there's some people with diamonds in their face. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing those are the Ravagers. Every, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. And there's an Ood. There is an Ood. That looks slightly different. Yeah, it's got more human, human eyes. eyes. Yeah, so yeah, I put it on Twitter. I was like, someone tell me! Tell me what it is! It looks weird! And then we're like, it's got spaghetti on its face. Oh, it always had that. Always had that. Hmm. And we've got the whole the new Sontarans, which everyone... They look sick. They, they look, look great. so good. They're, they're great designs. They look an awful yeah. lot like the really classic design. Mm, but like a real update. Yeah. And then the Weeping Angels look exactly the same because you can't really make a stone statue. I saw, I saw the trailer when it aired on Graham Norton mm. and uh, we were watching Celebrity Gogglebox, the Stand Up to Cancer Celebrity Gogglebox thing. Oh, yeah. And then we flicked over for Graham Norton for that. And uh, I was watching it with my mother before I went to work and she went, oh, the Weeping Angels. So she was excited about that. Yeah. Because people remember Blink. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. But it's true, I can't get over the way I love you like I do, so I've got to be sure before I walk out that door, oh, I want want to to break free. Yeah, uh, the trailer was fine. Um, I sent it to Harrison and he said, cool. Cool. He wasn't really that excited about it. I feel like we knew so much already. Yeah, we knew this sometimes, we knew the Weeping Angels were back. The only thing that really excited me was the Ood. Yeah. Um, oh, Cybermen. The Cybermen. Oh, yeah, yeah I didn't know they were back. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Honestly, and this is going to sound really lame. No, don't be honest. Tell a lie. Um, I'm super cool and I have lots of girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I be honest again? Yeah. Um, so, um, honestly, this is going to sound really lame, but I found the most interesting thing about the trailer the phrasing of like the um text in it that it described flux as six chapters oh yes it does doesn't it but yeah. i feel like that really kind of gives an insight into kind of how these stories are going to link together yeah and that is kind of that each going to be very much the individual things but they'll all be like chapters in a novel yeah Jody said it's going to be a six hour movie yeah that's interesting is each episode going to be an hour long i mean they, can, they must be hooray hooray I mean, yeah, it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. And I know they were like making trying to making a big deal out of like it's all one connected story. And you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And we also now know the writing credits of all and the directing credits of all the flux. Yeah, so I know you've been memorizing all the writing names. Yeah. Um um okay. um, who are the writers of all of the six episodes of Doctor Who um, Flux? Um 
Okay, I know, I know that episode four is co-written by Maxine Allerton, which I'm really excited for because she wrote Haunting Villa Diodati, which I love. Right. Um, the rest, I'm, I'm just blanking on the rest. It's Chris Chibnall. Yeah. Chris Chibnall. Who, who? The most loved showrunner of all time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Chris Chibnall <laughs> is written the rest of Flux. That doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't bother me either. I think, in fact, it could actually be very good because if we look at, you know, when was the last time Chris Chibnall had the dominant, dominant writing credits on like a multiple part drama series, um, which is an all a continuing story. Broadchurch. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, maybe this kind of setup is going to play exactly to Chris Chibnall's strengths. I hope so. And this could be an amazing series, you know, yeah. like Broadchurch tier. I saw a few tweets where people were like, it's a shame that there isn't more female um, writers and directors on it. And it's a shame there aren't more female directors. Yeah. But I no feel like directors. I feel like the whole COVID thing and having to strip episodes down, yeah. I feel like I'm just talking subjectively as somebody who wants to write and is literally just first starting out in a career in TV that um you just try and do whatever is easy, especially yeah. in a situation like that. And I know that I know there were definitely plans when it was going to be a full series for you know multiple writers multiple writers like yeah. I, i'm pretty certain i read that like maxine allerton would have had at least a full episode like, i remember her position was perp and clearly she's still really valued because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. the only writer other than chibnall to have a writing credit this exactly. series well not directors who have we got um it's two directors quickly um, get your phone out yeah i i can't remember the names um something strong I think so, yeah. One of the guys is a guy who directed Spyfall and then the two-part finale for Series 12. Yeah. Um, which is um, Jamie Magnus Stone. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a newcomer as well. Yes. Uh, Azur Salim. What else has he done? He has not ever... Hasn't done any Doctor Who stuff, has he? No. Um, but he's directed half of this series, including the finale. Oh. Um, and he worked on a short film called Muse, which had the same composer as Doctor Who currently has. Okay, cool. And I think it was the composer who recommended as a... Oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> ah, sound! Ah. But no, I'm really excited because we're gearing up for it. And yeah. luckily, completely coincidentally, um, we were meant to be doing our Torchwood Series 3 review video on the week of Flux coming out. Really? Yeah. But because we haven't even done Torchwood Series 1, we can do a whole week where we can talk about yeah. um, what you call it, Doctor Who yeah. Flux instead of yeah. something else. And we probably will not talk about Flux in as much depth as we do the watch wrong bits. Yeah. We'll be- probably do a lot of news and then we'll do a quick overcap of what we thought of it and where yeah. we think it's going to go. Just because all right, our plan is we're going to keep doing the watch long until we eventually get to series yeah. 13. Yeah. That's okay, until I drop down. Oh. I feel like I feel like watching all of Doctor Who, including the classic series, before we die is pretty easy. Not, not the rate I'm going. What are you doing, Tim? What are you taking on these nights out? Hardcore drugs. Right. Lots of them. Yeah. Every orifice, 24-7, non-stop, cocaine bonanza. Right. 
I love it when I do little things like this because I can see in Harry's face he, he's not 100 percent sure what to say. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I can never tell if you think I'm gonna go with this riff or if I'm just gonna shut it down straight away. Right now I'm thinking about the latter two. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking about the latter. What up computer geeks? It's Tim here and I'm currently sat in the tech hub of Bigger on the Inside. The guys and gals who work down here want me to tell you how you can contact the show anytime. You do it by Instagram and Twitter. Just follow us by searching for at Bigger on the Pod. If that's not good enough for you, how about sending us an email? Bigger on the Inside Pod at gmail.com. Um, uh, what other Docky Who news have we got? Well, Jodie and Mandip Gill have both concluded filming. She filmed her regeneration scene, apparently. Yes, she has. She ha- and she ha- and that's kind of the very exciting thing, that there is going to be a regeneration. She's filmed it. She has said that she does not know who the 14th Doctor is. Yeah. And it's a, I think it's a similar situation to when she did her regeneration after Capaldi. Yeah. Like, her, she didn't meet Peter Capaldi she, her and Peter weren't in the same room. But Peter, uh, sorry, but Jodie had been cast by the time Peter filmed his regeneration. And did Peter know that Jodie was the next Doctor? I think, I think we all knew, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but this is a very different scenario. And I know I know. Peter was there on Matt's regeneration because yes. they spoke, Matt said about he yeah. had it in his watch. I'm pretty sure Matt was there for David's regeneration. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I think this is, apart from Peter, apart, so Chris and David, that was like a six-month gap. Hmm. And then, uh, what should we call it? Peter and Jodie. That was, must have been a gap as well. Yeah. And there's another gap, and Jodie just has no clue. I think it's because they haven't cast. Otherwise, well, if, they, yeah. if they had cast the Doctor, they would have been there. Yeah. So totally. what you were saying last week is wrong. Oh. That was right. Sorry. All along. But do you think we will get the other half of the regeneration? Do you think we'll get those first moments of the 14th Doctor? Um, in the centenary special, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah, I think so. As that's well. almost a year off. That's that can literally be a week before job. Yeah, we're just going to add this in. I mean, maybe a bit more than a week for visual effects and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But well, it uh, depends. Like, you know, is the TARDIS going to crash again? Probably. Yeah, she might not even be regenerating in the TARDIS. That's true. They could have just put her on a green screen and gone yeah. regenerating here. <laughs> it's interesting that they've had this kind of. Um, the, this kind of thing within um, Mewtwo, where the Doctor always regenerates in their TARDIS. I think it's first Doctor did, second Doctor didn't, third Doctor didn't, fourth Doctor didn't, fifth Doctor did, did sixth Doctor did, seventh Doctor didn't, eighth Doctor didn't, ninth Doctor did, tenth Doctor did, eleventh Doctor did, twelfth Doctor did. Yeah. All the new Doctors did. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I think. Apart from John Hurt. John Hurt did regenerate in his TARDIS. Uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> I think, honestly, the reason is, I think... It's easy. <laughs> no, I think it's because when David did his regeneration, they made a big deal of, like, destroying that TARDIS. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they just really like destroying the TARDIS. I think a lot of it as well, maybe, is if you, you don't really want to do that shit on location, because it will get leaked. Yeah. You think of how much stuff got leaked from Series 13 oh, as it totally, was. totally, totally. And then I think a lot of the centenary special was on closed sets. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in churches and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think they just don't want stuff leaked. And I would rather it be come always in the TARDIS rather than it yeah. get leaked. I'm, I'm just interested to see how they blow up Jodie's TARDIS. Uh, maybe they don't. Matt Smith didn't. That's true, but that's because Matt, they were pretty much keeping the same TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, they just added some bookshelves. They did, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. 
and some mood lighting. Pizza to Jody, did that blow up? Yeah, it did. They really blew up. Oh, yeah, it did, did it? Yeah, yeah. it sort of crashed, didn't it? Yeah. She fell all that way to yeah, And also, like, the, the regeneration energy blew things up. Uh, did it? How did yeah. it do it? Do it again? It blew things up. <laughs> I'm making a, I made a hand gesture for each syllable of blew things up. It's a great visual. I'm glad you can see it. <laughs> but uh, I was, uh, yeah, cool. Cool that she's filmed a regeneration scene, because I know that when they announced that she had finished filming, I sort of thought maybe... It's going to be one of those things where that's a reshoot date. Yeah. Because I know that even though they said they finished filming, for the next two days they were still filming. There was yeah. pictures online. But I think what they mean is it's a wrap on main cast. Yeah. You know, everything's being filmed. They're just doing pickup shots and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But no, it's exciting that it's all finished. Yeah. Well, that's not exciting. I mean, it's, kind of, it's weird to think that... <laughs> it doesn't seem... It seems like it's only just started, which yeah. is weird. And like, it's like has so all has all the centenary special been shot as well? Yeah, that's what that they... feels quick. It feels like a quick turnaround. Yeah, well, you don't know how long they've been filming that. No, film. or yeah, it's like we only found out about that like a couple of months back. Yeah, and now it's 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 all done. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, and we've got to wait like a year, almost a year today, before that thing comes out. Yeah, but and it's weird that like well, what and then point... another year's wait mm. before it comes back again with Russell. At what point do you think we'll start hearing stuff about? development of rtd2 um official or rumored i i let's start with rumored when are we going to start hearing rumored things about probably early next year yeah um official stuff probably around summer yeah i think we'll we'll know who the doctor is before that episode definitely definitely but I would, I quite, I would quite like not to know. Well, normally it's like you have like at least six months. Don't yeah. We? Like, how long was it between? When was Wimbledon? It was, it was six months. Yeah. Yeah. Just six months. No, yeah. Yeah. So I imagine when's the century special slate? October. October. So if we go six months back, About March time. So in March we'll know. Do you think we'll know who the? Yeah. February is? March time. I think we'll know. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering where they'll reveal it because I remember for Matt and. And Peter, they did like TV, TV specials. specials. Yeah. And Jody, they had the big thing at Wimbledon. Yeah. Do you, what do you think they'll do this time? Local radio advert. <laughs> <laughs> Just Russell on the radio. Oh, it's me, Russell to this. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what's on around that side? BBC. There's no sports, really, is there? No. No, Strictly isn't on. No. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, do you know what? I'd, I'd quite like it if it was just kept a nice surprise. Yeah. It won't be. It won't be. It'll get leaked. Yeah. I mean, even if they intended to keep it surprised, it would be leaked. Maybe they'll do... You know how, like, we have big events, like, kind of, like, video game companies do, like, these online directs, and then, like, DC, just stuff like the fandom. Off the online. dome! Did you see the Batman trailer? I did see the Batman trailer. Cool. Yeah. What do you good. I'm excited for it. Did you see the Flash trailer? Yeah. With Michael Keaton's ears? Yeah. Did you see the Peacemaker trailer? No. Oh, okay. Carry on. Um, so maybe what if we got some sort of like online Doctor Who director? It's kind of a big kind of online event for them to just kind of give us a bunch of info, yeah, why not? that way, yeah. I don't know how successful it would be because I feel with stuff like that, if you do that with Doctor Who, you're then 
just already just appealing to the fans. Well, that's what f- fandom literally appeals to the fans. But then, but then the there's a lot of stuff on there that's going to get traction anyway, like the trailer. They know people are going to watch that. Yeah, well, that's like, so, like, Whereas if you go the next talk to so-and-so, unless they build it... Well, like, that's how I imagine. I imagine it would be an event for most, like maybe like a 60th anniversary preview online event where it's all heads well, up. They, like, they start well, with... Well, like, it'd have to be pre... It'd have to be next year. Yeah. So they could do it as a, a centenary special. Yeah. Okay. Hey, there you go. Uh, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe okay. the BBC are going to do something. I don't know. That's what I'd say. Yeah. But I, I imagine some kind of online thing where it's like, you know, they start with like comics and games and yeah. they move on to big finish stuff and like they show the cool big finish trailers and it builds up and up to like the centenary special and then they end it on the reveal of the 14th Doctor. I Good feel idea. Like, at least an idea. Yeah. And Doctor Who's enough of a multimedia franchise to be able to do an event of that level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. I mean, obviously there'd be the boring bits where they talk about like t-shirts. And new hats. Mm. Did you see the, did you watch any, did you watch Fandom Live? No, I did not. I did. I, 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 I watched bits. I, I, I turned off when I started, well, basically when I had to have my dinner. Um, <laughs> the thing, the last thing I remember seeing is I'm talking about how in the next series of The Flash, Barry's going to have new Gold shoes. Boot. They spoke about that Gold for boots. ages. And they were like, Showing picture, I'm like, this is got this is like a parody of a Comic Con. Mm. It was really not great. Uh, I watched it for three hours. Was it three hours long? Three hours, and they, I, I'm watching. I'm thinking, I know they're saving the Batman to the last, and they, they did. Yeah, yeah. I saw the um, I saw the Black Adam clip. That was cool. Yeah, well, good. I almost yeah. I mean, I don't really know enough about Black Adam to get excited about it. Yeah, and uh. I didn't realise they were making another Aquaman, but yeah, they're making another Aquaman. Doctor Who star felt stabbed in back after cancel culture erased him from Royal Cowardrick. What's this? Is this just an article you found online? Do you recognise this man from Doctor Who? <laughs> James Dreyfus? No. No, I have no idea. He was cancelled... Hey, there's a teaser come out next week <laughs> when we find out who this man is <laughs> and what he did to be cancelled. I feel like that's not a very enticing teaser of people. What's, what could they come back for next week? Um, apart from more news, some more banter. Is that not enough? These are, these are our fans, Harry. These are our listeners. We love this one listening now the most. Yeah, you're our favourite. And I feel like it's enough for us to always be speculating about who is going to be the next Doctor. Yeah. Do you want to do the thing? I just did it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Well done. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the video pop up. Make sure you subscribe to the official Bigger on the Inside podcast. It's not the same one as before. It's a brand new one. The next Doctor is here. I can't believe it. I'm playing on this day, Christmas Day of 2008. Russell Russell has revealed to us that the next Doctor is going to be David Morissette. 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 Doctor number 11. I can't believe it. Inspired by the fonts. So at this point uh, of this episode airing, did we know that Russell was leaving? 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. Did we know that David was leaving? Yes. So we, we knew that another Doctor was in the pipeline. Yeah, but you pointed out this isn't called the other Doctor or mm. another Doctor. It's called the next Doctor. Yeah, it's very much set up to have you think that this is going to be the next Doctor. Well, there's a BBC interview, isn't there? A BBC news thing where David Morrissey's publicising this. And like, every question is, are you the next Doctor? He's going, oh, I can't tell you that. Well, I've heard if he was the next Doctor, like, if if someone was going to be playing a character being branded as the Doctor in episode of Doctor Who, and they were asked if they were the next Doctor, they would say yes if they were. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, if Jo Martin was the 14th Doctor, she would have probably been allowed to say that she was the 14th Doctor. No, because they would have given that a surprise for the regeneration, wouldn't they? They're not going to announce that before. They always announce who the next Doctor is before the regeneration. Yeah, but usually, like, not just like in a random BBC interview, it's usually conducted. Yeah, well, I feel like once the character is introduced to the show of Doctor Who yeah, yeah. as the Doctor, if they're going to be the next Doctor, they're going to... That's really t- annoying. Sorry, they're going to tell you. <laughs> Sorry, nobody knew about how he was tapping my chair with his foot. Mm. And just, just think about it. I'm thinking I'm about gonna it. I'm going to move on. You okay? Yeah. You fucking do it again, I'll spit in your eye. Let's see, try. <laughs> She's got no eyes? Because I've got the spit. I don't think you've got the spit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the episode. At the time, Harry, did you think David Morrissey was going to be the next Doctor? I, You know what? I reckon I probably did. Yeah, I think I did as well. And then I think pretty much five minutes into the episode, I was like, oh, wait, no, he isn't. I think I sort of thought he might be, but I was kind of hoping he wouldn't be. Because mm. I said to you at one point in this episode, I said, this guy is a mess. Well, I think, like, <laughs> halfway through, he says a pretty misogynistic thing to his companion, Rosita. Yeah. Whereas, like... This is a man's job. You just stand there, basically. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, this definitely isn't... What I've noticed is... How should we refer to David Morris? Hey, Doctor, how should we refer to him? Um, The other Doctor? What's his name? Justin Lang? Nope. (laughs) It's JL, isn't it? Jackson Lake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where Justin Lang came from. But that, that... Okay, so the thing about him about David Morris's Doctor is that he's very much like a classic Doctor. Yeah. He's like someone parodying a classic Doctor. Even the outfit. Yeah, it feels like something reminiscent of, of like Pete Davidson or Colin Baker. Pete Davidson? Yeah. The guy from SNL? Peter Davidson. Yeah. And yeah, he's, and I quite like that. I like the fact that it plays up to a lot of the tropes of that era mm. and it really sort of manages to poke fun at itself a little bit like the whole Sonic Screwdriver thing. And, yeah. It's it's a good laugh. It's fun. It's it's, it's good Christmas telly. <laughs> um, um, a lot of my early notes on this are about um, David Morris's Doctor and the fact that we probably haven't seen him since in any big finish stuff. Yeah, why is that? I would I'd be up for that. Yeah, what would he what would he do though? Just kind of the adventures of Jackson Lake. Yeah, why not? Because he still thinks he's the Doctor. No, he doesn't. No, you said it before. What do you mean now? You've said it before the events of this episode. Oh, okay. You said it before. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he would. So you'd be like. Uh, my understanding is that he's only really at the time he's been the Doctor. He's only been really solving this one mystery. Yeah. So you could have it as like a prequel. Yeah, but I thought, is there enough in there? It'd just be setting up the stuff in this episode. Yeah, you could do some other little side adventures. 
Like what? I don't know. I don't like the big finish. Some of the little murders go on that he has to solve. Like like non-alien murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so just a, right. It's very Dickensy this episode, isn't it? Like the whole setting of Victorian. Yeah. Why is why do why is that? Because it's Victorian era London, and oh. we associate that with the Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. <laughs> so we're not talking about Christmas Carol again. Um, <laughs> I always, I always like the Christmas episodes because they're always a good fun to sort of do big silly moments. Yeah, like the thing where they're being dragged along on the rope. Yeah, I quite you. If that was in a normal episode of Doctor, you'd go, "What are they doing?" Yeah, the same thing of like. David Tennant holding a kid under his arm and swinging from a rope as the thing you stood on explodes. Yeah. You can only get away with that at Christmas. I said to you, I said David Tennant is the Christmas Doctor. Yeah. There's something about other Doctors that I've followed him where when I see them at Christmas, I don't really... I'm not feeling as much Christmas spirit as I am with David Tennant's Doctor. I feel like just because some of the Russell era so just kind of warm and cosy, a lot of kind of orange tones. Yeah. It's like, ah... It's Quizmish. <laughs> Quizmish. <laughs> um, let's talk about the interaction between David Tennant and David Morrissey. Uh, they have really good on-screen chemistry. Yeah. But I said to you, I was quite surprised by how like easy the Tenth Doctor is with meeting a future version. Of, something you know we'll talk about more when we get to the fiftieth. But sort of just meeting a version of himself where it sort of answers his own question that he knows he's going to die. Yeah. It's like he doesn't know when this other incarnation is going to be, when he's going to become them. Like yeah. It could be like next week or it could be in a thousand years. He doesn't know. So there's, why worry about there's it? There's even a point, isn't there, where he says that, he says, oh, when do I tell you, or you could be multiple me's in the future. He says that you might not even be, despite the episode being called The Next Doctor, you might not actually be The Next Doctor. Mm. Do you, would you like to see, I sort of said to you, one point I said, do you think it's possible we could see this return in a fugitive doctor situation? I mean, it's kind of this is they've done it a few times, haven't they? Where we have the fugitive doctor, we also have the um, the curator, yeah. which was quite explicitly a far, far distant future incarnation of the doctor, which we're never going to see. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the little touches like Rosita, which is clearly because I had said to you, I was like. Oh, I, I couldn't remember if I made it up. Mm. And then they said it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I mean, it makes sense because, like, obviously the um it's called the Tube of Memories. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it multiple times in the episode, but my mind is blanking. Yeah. Um, but, like, that was info primarily on the Tenth Doctor, so it makes yes. sense that he modelled himself off that incarnation. He does, but I don't think he's doing a Tenth Doctor. Well, no, because... He also has that, you know, Jackson Lake is also informing the person he is as well. How quickly did you work out that he's Jackson Lake? I think I was, I think I'm trying to remember to when I watched it as a kid. And I think fairly early on, I was like, all right, this isn't actually the next Doctor. Yeah. I think the thing that pretty much confirmed it for me was, and maybe this is a bit late on, but like when we see the TARDIS and the Sonic, the Sonic Screwdriver thing, actually. Yeah. His Sonic Screwdriver just being a, Regular screwdriver. Yeah. I think that was like, all right, this is the next doctor. Yeah. And then when you see the TARDIS, it's like, okay, this is definitely not the next <laughs> doctor. It's just some delusional, crazy guy. Should we talk about those little things? Yeah. What do you think of those? I think they're funny and cute. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the TARDIS being just a hot air balloon. Yeah. There's I, nothing special about it. Yeah. It is just a hot air balloon. Yeah. But is this is 1551? Is this before 1851? Is this before hot air balloons were invented? Or I don't know. 
Oh. I don't know the history of hot air balloons. All right, you talk and I look up. I'll look up when hot air balloons. But I like that. I like the little like, fr- like the it's you know it's fun for the fans, isn't it? So good. we're going to see another TARDIS. Oh wait, no, you're not. It's just a Wizard of Oz style hmm. hot air balloon. And the Sonic Street. What I think what's more fun about it is the fact that you get to see David Tennant's reactions to these things. Hmm. Um, I always enjoy that when the Doctor gets to pretend they're not the Doctor. I know Capaldi gets to do it with. River Song, when, it, when Capaldi meets River Song, he gets to go into the TARDIS and oh, acts oh. like it's the first time he's ever seen the, the TARDIS. The hot air balloon was um, invented in 1783, so it was around for a while. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm happy for that. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been on the phone to Russell. Stu <laughs> Davis, how, how, how dare In 2008, you? Russell, you got this complete, you got this. But hot air balloon, factually wrong. This is the end of your career, Russell. <laughs> You'll never do anything after 2008. It's been two years, Harry, since we last saw the Cybermen. Over two seasons. We didn't get them all in Series 3, not all in Series 4. Um, they're back. Yep. Bit of a poor use of them, really, wasn't it? Do you think so? I mean, you know... They've I didn't got, ask they, you at the top of the episode. They had a what, giant did you enjoy this episode? Yeah, it was a fun Christmas. I preferred Voyage of the Damned and yes. Christmas Invasion, Runaway Bride. So it's my least favourite of the Christmas specials so far. Yeah. Um, but I still enjoyed it. Still fun Christmas telly. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it in parts. It's got a lot of good parts in it. But one thing that always bums me out is when they have to have a human bad guy working with the villains. What's so, the... like, we have, like... Was it Res- what was her what was her name? Oh, the uh, one red. Yeah, what's her name? Mercy Hannigan, something like Mercy that. Mercy Hannigan, something like that. Yeah, like the fact that she's the villain of the episode, but she's working for the Cybermen. I don't like it when we have to have like a human go between between the Doctor and the monster. Yeah. Like you never had that in classic. I just prefer it when it is just it's the Doctor versus the Cybermen rather than the Doctor versus. A woman who's working for the Cybermen. Okay, yeah. I feel like it just sort of takes away the the evilness of the actual because like, they're the Cybermen. They, you don't. Need... Yeah, but they the, the, the whoever the humans were, they always turn on that human. Yeah, don't they? So but I don't. I feel like are they doing it because you, you can't relate to a Cyberman? Or well, you're not meant to relate to exactly. A Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like. I don't understand why we need that go between because they know who the doctor. I know most of this episode they don't know who the doctor is, but. Do you know what I mean? The, the Cyberman is a big enough sell for people to watch this episode. Yeah. Without having to have a, a guest star or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that was just my... What did you think of the inclusion of the Cyberman? I thought it was fine. I mean, I I prefer other incarnations of the Cybermen over the RT era. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, compare this to Age of Steel and Rise of the Cybermen and their portrayal on that. I preferred their portrayal in that. Yeah. And I, but I think, you know, they still do what they're going to do here. They're still Cybermen. And they got a giant robot one. And that's always fun. Big the old... Cyber King. Should yeah. we talk about that? Yeah, big old rock'em, sock'em robot. <laughs> um, it's fun. I like the idea of it, but I, I, I like I kind of like the look of it. But it's one of those things that when it starts rising, I'm like, how have they been building this and no one's noticed? Uh, it was underground. Or was it? Yeah, they were building it uh, in the same place as Doctor Who Time Fracture. <laughs> it's a good job they got out of there quick. Mm. <laughs> they like all soggy. <laughs> yeah, looking a little close to the Thames, buddy. <laughs> oh, hope that I hope that snow doesn't melt. Um, <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I, I enjoyed this episode because that's some really good parts in it. 
But I feel like I just really enjoyed those parts. The story wasn't really that. It was more of a character piece, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like I enjoyed Tennant about... and Morrissey yeah. together. And that's what the it was really about. But I, I what then annoys me is then because I, I I like that, but then I sometimes feel like the tropes of Top Two means that we've then got to have a villain in it. And I feel like you didn't you didn't really need the Cybermen in this one. Yeah, actually, it could have just been a mystery of this guy's trying to solve the mystery of Jackson Lake and he's like, oh, well, it's you. Yeah, that would have been, I think that would have been more but I guess you need the, the whole, you know, the whole thing of like, he was pushed by a trauma of losing his wife and kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's something he forgot. Because mm. he becomes Jackson Lake again, doesn't he? And he well, he, he, I don't think he fully became Jackson Lake again until he saw his son. Oh, okay. So I feel like he, because like, those memories of his family are the things that the Cybermen took from it. Yeah. Oh, one thing we forgot to talk about when we talked about the TARDIS and the, and the Sonic was the fob watch as well. Oh, yeah. That and was that's fun. quite nice because obviously yeah. that's sort of become quite symbolic with this area of Doctor Who. Yeah. I noticed a couple of times that, that, that and also the don't blink reference that kind of yeah. Doctor Who's gone to a point where it's big enough that it can make these kind of in jokes and they don't have to worry about getting over people's heads. And they mention regeneration and they mm. show us what we think is the 10th Doctor regenerating into yeah. Jackson Lake, which I quite like. Yeah. Um, it really does sort of lead you on a lot this episode. It's very clickbaity. Mm. What do you think? But fun clickbaity yeah. because then I feel like when it shoots it down, they don't build up the possibility of it like it's always a you're a bit unsure until it's revealed so it's not like they're leading you to expect one thing and to like haha no yeah yeah it's not yeah the payoff is better than yeah, what like, you were gonna get. like the doctor from the start is just a bit bemused like he doesn't immediately think oh god is the next doctor he's like what yeah huh? hmm Really? Something you said was when we were watching it is why doesn't the Cyber King just splatter the doctor like a fly? I, I mean, I've actually figured out, like, the way his arms are done, I don't think he can bring his arms together. Oh, was you just hoping it was just going to go... Yeah, <laughs> just like, just a big clap and pop the balloon, but I realise I can't actually do that. Would they pop the balloon or would they splatter the doctor and watch him just plummet? Um, what would you do in that situation? I think I'd probably swipe the balloon because it's an easier target. Oh, okay. Jackson Lake's son's a bit of an idiot, and he, everyone managed to evacuate that building apart. This is the one thing I... There was things in this episode that I really did like. This is one of the things... That the one kid out of like hundreds of kids that were in that room, the one that couldn't get out was his son. And I it's, just sort of thought, to build dramatic tension. I know, but it was one of those things where it was like, do you know what I mean? Well, I was just like, what are the chances? And they get him like in a heartbeat. Oh, it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> oh, you can't use that as an excuse for everything. Um, I don't really have much notes on this. I'm almost getting to the end of my notes. Is there anything we haven't mentioned that you would like to mention before we start getting to the end of the episode? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry okay. Christmas. The Doctor gets sad at the end. Yeah, because everyone, he's all alone. But it's the first time he really sort of acknowledges it. Yeah. When he says that they break my heart, I'm like, oh shit, man. Yeah. Like, oh. You got anything to say about that? You're very quiet on this one. There's not much to say. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid episode. It's, usually it's kind of these. Well, Mill for the Road for Doctor Who is a bit above average, but um, like these kind of it's pretty standard episodes, I don't have a ton to say that I haven't said before. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that at the end he goes for Christmas dinner. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. It's, uh, it's like, you know, going for Christmas dinner with Rose and Jackie, and then he 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 fobbed off. Donna, yeah, for Christmas dinner with her, yeah. Like every time anybody really seems to invite him in for any sort of occasion, he seems to have a yeah. reason to disappear. It was quite nice to see him sort of go, 
That's oh, great. I'll go for Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, this is the first Doctor episode directed by Andy Goodard. He directed the episodes of Torture before. Oh. And I thought it must be directed by someone different because when we go into the TARDIS at the end, it's all shot very differently. Did There's a lot of so? low angles looking up at the big scapes of the wall with David Morrissey when he's interacting with the console. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and it's all sort of scenes we hadn't seen, but like angles we hadn't seen before. Mm. And, and I guess that's, it's good because it, it was someone seeing the TARDIS for the first yeah, time. Exactly. So you see it in a different way. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It's, that was it's the only episode he's done as well. Oh, really? Yeah, this is like his last Doctor Who contribution. So huh. kind of close. Good way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything we haven't said, Harry, that you want to say before we move on? Um, I've already said Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's not Christmas, it's October time. It's Christmas. Should we do a quiz? Okay, I didn't realize you were doing quiz questions. You, you, not me. I hate being patient. Patience is for wimps. Three questions. One of them you already know. You've already mentioned it. What year is this episode set in, Harry? 1851. Well done. Tick. What does David Morris's TARDIS stand for? Ah, travelling. Nope. Time. Nope. Transcending. Nope. Balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Seventh aerial release developed in style. I knew in style. Yeah. What is his son's name? Not David Morris's son, Jackson Lake's son. Um, my son. Frederick. Oh. They say it in the episode. I think his name was My Son Lake. <laughs> <laughs> my son, who I only just vaguely remember. Imagine only... if like, you remember you had a son, but you forgot what his name was. <laughs> Hello, boy. <laughs> Child. <laughs> the ruffle of the Oh, my son. <laughs> <laughs> whole big finish range for him trying to remember his name like looking at his school books he never said it's always like F Lake who is he? Fred Francis <laughs> what do you want to recommend Harry you got to recommend something for the week what are you recommending before I go I just want to tell you you were fantastic life on Mars it's a god of a small affair to the girl with the mousy hair but her mummy is yelling no, and her daddy has told her to go. But her friend is nowhere to be seen, as she walks through her sunken dream. To the seat with the clearest view, and she's hooked to the silver stream. But the film is a saddening boy. Well, she's watched it ten times or more. She could spit in the eyes of fools as I ask you to focus on sailors fighting on the dance floor. No, no, we're not doing it. Nah. Oh. It's not really my type of music. No. <laughs> Are you looking to see if the neighbours heard us? Oh, you're looking at David. <laughs> Look at my Hunky Dory LP. Is that the LP that Life on Mars That's the from? Life on Mars one. Huh? You would know that as a Bowie fan. I would. You enjoy Life on Mars? Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's a great it. song. But outside of that... Um, the series. <laughs> yeah, two other series. I've watched uh, series one and I think the first couple of episodes of series two. Yeah. Very fun. It's good fun. fun. It's good fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun kind of like send-off 
homage tribute kind of 70s do you think you'll cliche. watch ashes to ashes afterwards i think i will yeah. i think well i'm very intrigued uh i don't know how it ends i don't know how it ends i don't know what it's all leading up to the mystery of like why um, uh, sam I, is yeah, where he is yeah, yeah uh, 75 i said 70 what Hmm? I said 1970, whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but I, I don't know where it's leading. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm quite excited to see what it's all about. Probably prank of work <laughs> colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> they all just painted his house differently and no one's told him to see what happens. <laughs> You've been pranked by a prank patrol. <laughs> Barney and the ninjas come out. The road where the start, nobody knows. If you've got a point to prove, don't make a plan and see it through. Now, are you up to join the crew? Barney and the ninjas too. Here they come. Come and join the prank patrol. Here we go. I, I want to I, wish, I want to get back in time so I can be on prep control. I'm like, so my, my mate, yeah? My, my mate, my, my Jeff is, is proper annoying, yeah? So what do I do? I want to make, I want a life on Mars him. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to knock him out of a car and when he wakes up, it's 1975. How do you think they would do that? If I said, I want a life on Mars, my best I bet, mate. I bet they would. Try and make convince the kid they've made a time machine. No, but I want a life on Mars them. I want to knock them out and then they wake up <laughs> in a different year. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recommend Seinfeld, that very famous American have, have we have we swapped Tim's? Have we swapped Tim's? Exactly, tastes? yeah. All week I've been watching Seinfeld because it came to Netflix last week. Sounds like that, yeah. Uh, I've literally just done nothing for the last two weeks, but I've been to watch Seinfeld. I'm on series four. Mm, yeah. Um, I've already met Newman. Um, I've done the pen episode. Ah, yes. Um, and you've done the Chinese restaurant. Done Chinese restaurant, that's and, early on, and a jacket. Yeah. Have you got the guy with the cape? No, not yet. Oh, I won't tell you about the I've guy. I've done with the, the clown. Oh, yeah, the clown. There was a couple of episodes back to back where they were quite long. They were like two part episodes. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Where Elaine on... doesn't appear for. Yeah, I think. I, I, I don't know if maybe Julie's Dreyfus was like, I don't know. I don't know if she had other commitments or something. Well, yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's really good. Mm. And I know I text you during the week saying I don't like Kramer, but I've warmed to him. Oh. And now I don't like Newman. You don't like Newman? Uh, I don't see the point of him. Because he's, because Jerry, he's I, Jerry's nemesis. But I don't get it because I, I was watching it and I fell asleep and I had a nap and I woke up and Newman was there. And I went back trying to work out where, what episode he appeared in. And the episode he appeared in was the one I was watching. Mm. That was his first appearance. I was like, I don't understand where he's come from. I can't work it out. Well, just... And also, I can't not see him as the guy from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, Wayne Knight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's and it. He's also uh, Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story 2. He is, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he was Dom in Third Rock from the Sun. I've never seen Third Rock from the Sun. Well, that's all of Wayne Knight's career that I know about. Yeah, he's, That's he's, a, he's a very recognisable face, but he hasn't done much. I think he's done a lot of like voiceover, voiceover work. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's really good fun. Mm, I really like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's one of my favourite shows. I'm, I think at the moment I'm preferring the earlier stuff. Okay, um, but there has been a, a, a few good episodes. Mm. I've only like properly laughed out loud once. What was that? When Kramer gets hit on the head by baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally, I think. My favorite series is probably series season five. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, season five and season six is my favorite. That's good. So, I I think for you, the best is yet to come, especially when you get to kind of the midpoint 
of season four, which is where you're about now. Oh, good. That's kind of most people say like that's the peak of the show. Good, but that, I really enjoy it. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, anything else, Harry? Anything you need to plug? What you you want to play or anything? I'm just working at the York Dungeons right now. Come along and shout dot two quotes at him. I'll ignore you. That's <laughs> <laughs> for his autograph. Halfway through. I, I, torturers and judges don't give autographs. What if I was like, I'm the biggest fan of you? Of you? What's the torturer's name? Does he have a name? The torturer does not have a name. What's the judge's name? Um, it's really long. Go on. It's really long. Say it. Honestly, I. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, when I was given the scripts, there's like this. There's like this whole thing. Is like it's confidential. You can't share the magic with anyone. It's not Disney. It's Merlin, though. It's Merlin Entertainment. Mickey Mouse. Merlin Entertainment. Mickey Mouse. It's Merlin Entertainment. You're Mickey Mouse, aren't you? I'm not. Mickey Have you Mouse. seen that TikTok account where it's oh, no, the Mickey puppet? No, it's that like one. a behind somebody who works at Disney. I'm going to see if I can find it now. And they're like taking behind the scenes videos of like all the characters in costumes before like the puppet. So there's like Mickey Mouse twerking and giving like the camera the finger. Surely this dude's gonna get like fired. I'm surprised that. Like, Disney's gonna. So I bet I bet like some executive Disney's like trying to track this guy down. I'm so surprised they haven't been able to take it down. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, I'm um here it is. So <laughs> well, this is where there's one of Tweedledum and Tweedledee, maybe. Dancing around. Mickey Mouse on his own, just twiddling away <laughs> with a little thing. Oh, is this uh, Mickey twerking? Mickey twerking, there he is. Matt, I think... Because of the height, isn't Mickey usually played by a woman? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chipping there. <laughs> um. Oh, is that Mickey giving the yeah. finger? <laughs> I was no surprises to come because that's one. January, February, March. That's from April of this hmm. year. I'm sure our listeners love that. <laughs> <laughs> if you have TikTok, go follow them at um, oh my, not a lizard person 69. I'm um, if Disney haven't taken them down by the time this episode releases. Same energy is Britney Spears' Insta hashtag free Mickey 2021 pronouns mouse or mice. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's got this guy is having a great time. Well, they're going to get fired pretty soon. They're going to get fired, yeah. When was that last video posted? Uh, uh, the 9th of the... F- oh, no, the 5th of September. Maybe they already have been... Fa- maybe they've been found. <laughs> maybe they told us, hey, buddy. Walt, Walt got them. Mm. Walt came back and he grabbed them. He said, I'm out of number of these tickety-tocks. Do you think Walt Disney would have a TikTok? Oh, yeah, totally. Body. Have you seen Alan Dex TikTok? No. It's good, man. I don't have TikTok. You should. should anyway, I- everybody... Thank you for listening this far. It's been a bit of a shit one, we know. 
Um, something I discovered is on Spotify, there's a little bell. If you push the bell, you get a notification whenever a new episode of one of these podcasts go on. Oh. So they should do that. Yeah, they should. Because sometimes we upload on a Tuesday. Sometimes we upload on a Wednesday. We like to keep you guys on your toes. We're an organized. <laughs> we like to keep you guys on your toes. Do you want to send the, send the show out? The, you mean the bye-bye? Yeah, do all the all the links and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, we can. We are on Twitter, yeah. Instagram? Instagram, Spotify, Acast, iTunes. Is that everywhere? And where else? You get um, all the other podcast podcast places. Uh, well, are those, Tim? Are Podbean? We... Podbean? Yeah. Is that a real thing? I think so. Huh? Probably. Yeah. Podbean's a good... Out of all the social medias we've got, which one do you think they should check out? Which one do you think is the best? Um, I mean, I think the Twitter's the most active. Yeah, we just passed 300 followers on Twitter. Did we? And we're close at the time of recording to 600 subscribers. Wow. Hooray. Give yeah. me a big clap. Oh, yeah, he's excited. Right then, Harry, I'll see you later, you old sausage. Bye. Bye-bye. Make sure you subscribe to the official Bigger on the Inside podcast.